0: nothing pretty unless you're talking about the bridge and seaport even from the seats in the upper decks you can see the seashore tailgate function with the carney aside just walk from the tribal building for the padres i'm on mine yeah because for the 619 we'll knock you down anything for the brown put it on the town started back rocking the brown ever since we've been knocking them down baby says you want to go to the game taught her how to say padre gang What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 242 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host Ben Fadden. It is the Wild Card Series Eve, game one tomorrow, Padres Mets. Little after five o'clock on ESPN on TV, 97.3 The Fan on the radio. I wanted to have an episode today. Uh, I apologize. I was supposed to have an interview with WFAN's Evan Roberts. He's a huge Mets fan, so I thought that was going to be a good conversation to have. Obviously, me, a diehard Padres fan, and then Evan Roberts, a diehard Mets fan, talk about the series, but he didn't show up to the interview. Uh, he's a busy guy, probably, I would think. Um, he you know does afternoon drive in New York City, so he's busy, uh, but did not we did not get that interview done, but I did want to still have an episode today, and we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, there's been some news today. Game two starter was just announced. We'll get to that. Uh, MLB.com, they ranked the Padres last in their pitcher postseason rankings going into this playoffs. Um, that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but we'll get to that. And I'm going to guess the uh, Padres lineup for game one of the wildcard series. Uh, I think you could go multiple ways. Max Scherzer on the mound. Maybe you don't want to load it up with too many righties, but you also want to look at the matchups as well. Who has had success off of them? Who hasn't? Uh, so a lot to talk about here. This episode brought to you by Gaglion Bros' famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. Gaglionbros.com is the website. Mission, or excuse me, Friars Road. That is their main location. Um, Snapdragon Stadium, Peco Park. Gaglion Bros is also located there. So you can check them out. Hopefully you can check them out again during the Padres season at Petco Park meaning that they get to the National League Division Series, they get at least one playoff game back at Petco Park. That would be game three of the NLDS. Uh, But that is obviously getting ahead of ourselves, and the Potters are going to have to beat the Mets first. And so that's what we can talk about to start off here. Snell thought he'd start game two. Um, Just based on matchups and uh, schedule-wise, he thought Blake Snell would get the game two nod. And the Padres did announce today that Blake Snell will start game two. We knew entering today that Darvish was going to start game one and that Scherzer was going to start game one for the Mets. We didn't know game two. uh, And we don't know game two for the Mets. They're doing what I thought the Padres probably should have done. Um, Like, I don't want to second-guess Bowman And if Blake Snell pitches well, obviously it works out, right? Um, But what I would have done personally... Is I would have had Darvish pitch, whatever happens there, then make a decision. If the Padres lose that game and they're facing elimination, I personally would put Joe Musgrove on the mound. Nothing against Snell. I'm confident in both guys. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not like pissed off that Snell's, you know, starting game two. I just was kind of caught by surprise a little bit that they're announcing it before they know the result of game one. I thought they would take the Mets route a little bit where they looked at the game one result and then they picked the starter after game one for game two. Uh, But if Snell, look, I'm confident in Snell either way. Now, what I will say is if things don't go, you know, the right direction for Snell out of the gate and let's say you're losing game or you lost game one, things don't go great out of the gate game two, Musgrove's got to get in that game. I know that you're compromising yourself for Game 3, but Clev and Mania, they're probably going to make the roster. Um, so you could have them go Game 3. Like You have to win Game 2. Um, and so if things don't go great in Game 2, if the Padres lose Game 1, got to have a short leash on Snell, I think. You don't want that blow-up inning, because then maybe the game's over there. right? But again, I do want to say I do have confidence in Blake Snell. I think that he is going to deliver. I think that he can give the Padres five, six solid innings. Um, but it, again, I I would have just waited till after Game One to announce the starter. It was, it was it's it comes down to what I was saying. I think it was yesterday on episode two forty one, where who I just asked myself the question: Who would I rather be okay with not pitching in this wild card series? Like if the Padres lose the first two games and they're done. Who would I be okay with more not pitching? I'd be okay with Snell not taking the mound. I, I I don't think it would sit well with me if Joe Musgrove didn't touch the mound. One of your team leaders, and it's not a Hosmer situation where he's not good and he's just a team leader. Like this guy, he's pitching better in his last like four starts. Um... One earned run Musgrove has in his last 22 innings. Snell, one earned run in his last 18 innings. So both guys are pitching well, uh, but Musgrove, it's not like he's pitching bad. And I want one of my team leaders on the mound in a do-or-die, win-or-go-home situation. If the Padres win game one, okay then, yes. I like Snell game two. But I I personally would go Musgrove game two if the Padres lose game one. But Padres decide to have Snell start game two. Uh, And that's that. Um, Matthew Curtis, I see that comment here, love the extended intro music. Yeah, I kind of changed that around while I was supposed to be interviewing Evan Roberts this morning. Uh, Instead, because he didn't show up, I kind of altered the intro and stuff. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. Um, All right, let's move on to MLB.com and their rankings. Boy, oh boy. Talk about bulletin board material. Uh, MLB.com today, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they ranked the Padres 12th. There's 12 teams in the postseason, ranked them 12th last in the postseason among pitching staffs, like rankings. They had their postseason pitching staff rankings out today. And I'll go in order. I'll tell you 1 through 12. And it just doesn't make sense. Like, Anthony Castrovince wrote this article. I don't know if it's only him that's deciding this, if it is, he just he just doesn't really know a whole lot about the Padres. I think. By the way, the Padres are ranked tenth out of twelve in lineups going into this postseason among the postseason teams. I still think that's low, uh, but I'm more fine with that because the lineup's not their strong suit. The pitching's the strong suit, right? So here, this MLB.com article: Astros are one. Okay, you know, Verlander's probably going to win the Cy Young this year. They got the Dodgers ranked second. Okay, Braves ranked third. Guardians ranked fourth, Shane Bieber, Tristan McKenzie, Cal Quantrill's in there, Emmanuel Classé. Uh, ranked fifth is the Rays. They always have a good pitching staff. Ranked sixth is the Mets. Scherzer, DeGrom, Bassett, Diaz. That's understandable. But then this is where it kind of starts to be like, okay, why are the Yankees ahead of the Padres? The, by the way, in this article, they have MLB ranks listed. Like third in ERA are the Yankees, 330. So this is season stats. So for me, I guess it's more understandable that they're ranked last if it's season stats. Like Musgrove had a rough patch. Snell didn't he didn't have a great first half. The second half much better. And they're including Craig Stammon and you know the rough patches. They're including all of those things into the list. Um I'd rather look at a list of teams' best pitching staffs right now. I think the Padres would be much higher ranked. Still, I I just don't understand why they're ranked ranked 12th. So the Yankees are 7, Mariners are 8, Castillo, Robbie Ray, Logan Gilbert, Andres Munoz. Uh, Cardinals are ranked ninth. Michaelis, Quintana, Flaherty. By the way, the Padres beat that Cardinals pitching staff when they came to Petco this year. Uh, Phillies are ranked 10th, Wheeler, Nola, Rangers, Suarez. I'd rather have the Padres' top three than that, to be honest. Uh, Blue Jays are ranked 11th, Manoa, Gosman, Ross Stripling. Would you rather have Stripling over Musgrove? Bullpen, Yemi Garcia's in there, Adam Simber, former Padre, Tim Maiza. Meza? Sorry for not knowing how to pronounce that guy's name, but okay, I don't know if I put them ahead of the Padres. I mean, for me, I'm looking at the Padres, not the whole season. And I guess this is what the list is. It's based on this whole season. But for me, it's still laughable to have a pitching staff that has Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove as your one through three and Josh Hader as the closer to have that staff be ranked last among postseason teams. That doesn't make sense to me. Don't understand that. Darvish, September Pitcher of the Month. Blake Snell, one earned run in his last 18 innings. Joe Musgrove, one earned run in his last 22 innings. Josh Hader, no earned runs in his last 10 games. There aren't many closers in baseball that are better than Josh Hader right now. You could say Edwin Diaz, I guess, but who after that? Robert Suarez, no earned runs since August 29th. It's October 6th right now. Nick Martinez, a 2.67 ERA as a reliever this year. So if you're going on the whole year, there you go. Uh, Manaya, one earned run in his last 10 innings. Clev, one earned run in his last start against the White Sox. I think he went six innings. Strong start there. Like they have a lot of quality arms. Tim Hill, I think he won a span of like 20 games or something this year without allowing a run. And so some of those numbers that I just talked about, most of them, those are recent numbers. But why are we doing a list of the best pitching staffs in baseball in the postseason or among postseason teams, and it's based on the whole year? What matters is what's happening right now, what happened most recently. And I'd take the Padres pitching staff over just about any team based on what has happened recently. Like this starting rotation is pitching the best that it has all year long together, if that makes sense, as a unit. The bullpen, I trust almost every arm in that bullpen right now. Maybe that change after, changes after game one tomorrow, but it's based on right now, going into the wild card series. So, yeah, it's the MLB.com list. It, like, maybe it was that one guy, Anthony Kastrovitz, and it doesn't, I know the list at the end of the day it doesn't matter, but you talk about bullpen, or not bullpen, sorry, you talk about bulletin board material, you're telling me Padres players don't know about that? Of course they do. 12th out of 12 teams? Come on. All right, that's that. Uh, By the way, Mike Clevenger, quick update on him. Yesterday, he did not travel with the Padres to New York because he was waiting for a second COVID test to come through. He tested negative on the first one, tested negative on the one today. So he is flying to New York, I believe right now. I saw a tweet about that. And then Trent Grisham, he was not on the team bus yesterday when they headed to the airport to fly to New York. He was dealing with the family situation, or I guess he still is dealing with the family situation. And I believe I saw a tweet today that said that Grisham is going to be there tomorrow. And I expect him to be in the lineup. And that moves us perfectly into the next topic. You're guessing the Padres' Game 1 wild card lineup. By the way, I see this comment by Gil here. It says, rankings are irrelevant. Who cares? Yeah, I, I know. I, they're irrelevant, but it's still kind of pisses me off that the Padres are ranked last among all postseason teams when the pitching is what got them into the postseason. Like, the lineup is not their strength. The pitching's their strength. So the lineup is ranked ahead of their pitching. Lineups ranked 10th among lineups in the postseason. Pitching staff is ranked 12th. I just don't understand that. But I guess I'd rather be slept on than the one being hunted, right? They're, they're just more pressure. Like, you look at the Mets, I mean... The attention is on them. There's not much focus on the Padres. People are focused on Degrom and Scherzer. The Mets can they take down the Dodgers? And you know, like it feels like a lot of the attention is on Scherzer, and the pressure is on they is on them. You know, they have Degrom pitching game two if they lose game one, right? They have Scherzer in game one. I know we have Darvish and Snell and Musgrove. But I'm confident in us, but. The nationwide attention, it feels like it is squarely on the Mets. And I'd rather have that than it being squarely on us. I know pressure is a privilege. There's still pressure on the Padres, but what I'm saying is it feels like the attention, that is on the Mets. Uh, Definitely a majority of it. Max Scherzer at his press conference today, uh, before Game 1 tomorrow, like they usually do for the playoffs. And I was listening to... uh, Darren Smith show with Marty Caswell and Marty was saying that they asked like all but one question about Max Scherzer and facing or Max Scherzer and just the Mets. And it wasn't about the Padres. They asked him like one question about the Padres and the rest was about facing Juan Soto or the pressure on this team or, you know, like, so it just feels like a lot of it or more of the attention is definitely on the Mets compared to the Padres, and I guess that's a good thing. I'd rather be slept on than be the hunted, if that makes sense. Um, All right, getting back to the Game 1 lineup. So I already talked about Grisham, who I think will be in the lineup. Again, he's traveling, I believe, to New York tomorrow, day of the game, or maybe he's getting there in there tonight. Uh, I'll check on that here just to make sure. I think Kevin AC put it out. Yeah. AC says, Grisham had a family situation to attend to, did not travel with the Padres to New York, and he's expected to join the team tomorrow. Oh, but that was 18 hours ago. So he's expected to join the team today. If you're listening to this on October 6th, um, Thursday, October 6th. He's expected to join the team today, so he's probably working out with the team right now at City Field. All right, getting back to me guessing the Game 1 lineup. Let me know in the chat here if you're live here on YouTube or on replay or if you're listening to the podcast, tweet at me on social media at Talking Friars. Let me know how you would put the Game 1 lineup together. For me... There was one major tough decision, and that was about Brandon Jury, and I'll get to him. Uh, I left him out of mine. Uh, I Profar leading off in left field. He's hitting 182 off of Max, but he's the leadoff hitter. He's the left fielder. He's been great defensively in left field this year. Pleasant surprise. Soto's in right field, obviously, hitting second because it's Juan Soto. He's hitting 333 off of Max, one home run. Manny, obviously, hitting third like he has all year. Um, He's batting 160 against Max, but he does have two bombs off of him. Uh, Crony, I'm having him bat uh, cleanup, playing second base tomorrow. He's going to play second. I just don't know where where he's going to hit. I have him hitting cleanup. He's not a big Max Scherzer fan. He's 0 for 13, I believe, against Max in his career. But you do want to spread out the righties against him. Um... You got left, left, Profar Soto, right, and Manny, and then go back to a lefty with Crony. And then I have Josh Bell hitting fifth, the h He's hitting 417 off of Max Scherzer in his career. He's, he, I think he's got to be in the lineup. Three doubles, uh, obviously played for the Nationals uh, against Max this year. I have Will Myers playing first base, not Brandon Drury. Myers batting six, playing first. He's hitting 280 off of Scherzer in his career. He has two bombs off of him. Three extra base hits. So no Brandon Drury. Why? I have Myers in there. One, because I just talked about his numbers, 280 off of him. Uh, but with Drury, one, it's a right-on-right matchup. I know that's the same with Myers. But Myers has better numbers than Drury does against Scherzer. Um, Drury is one for 11 off of Max Scherzer in his career. Having having Brandon Drury off the bench as a bat, that's not the worst thing in the world either. Uh, I like Myers at first base over Bell and Drury as well, so that's how I would go there. And then obviously Ahsan Kim batting 7th at short, 0 for 3, small sample size off of Max in his career. Nola catching for Darvish, 1 for 4, off of Max Scherzer in his career, and then I have Grish in center field batting ninth, 2 for 17 off of Scherzer in his career, but Azokar doesn't I don't even know if he has any history off of Scherzer in his career either, so that's really nothing. And I'm going with the defense. Um, Grish can lay down a bunt, potential power, and I'm going with the defense in center field. Wild card series, Scherzer against uh, Darvish game one. I would think that you want your defense, your best defense in there, because there's not going to be a lot of runs scored. I would think the runs that are going to be scored are going to be like a home run off of Scherzer, Scherzer does give up home runs or it's going to be a walk and then a double into the gap with a speedy guy on first, something like that. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game with these two guys on the mound. So I won't, I want my best defensive center fielder out there. Uh, And Grisham, he did play the last three games against the Giants. No other starter did. I feel like they were playing him all of the games because they wanted to get him going. You know, I don't think it was a Brandon Dixon situation where, oh, they were trying to keep Azokar healthy. I think they're trying to get Grish going. So I do think that he does get in there. Left versus right matchup against Scherzer. I think that's what they go with tomorrow. Uh, so I would go Profar, Soto, Manny, Cronenworth, Bell, Myers. Myers at first, Bell DHing, Kim hitting 7th. Nola catching hitting 8th. Grish in center batting ninth. That's how I would construct my Padres lineup, if I was Bob Melvin, Game 1 Wild Card Series tomorrow. Darvis Scherzer, five oh seven. I think, is the first pitch on ESPN. Again, no Brandon Drury. I don't have him in there. Just numbers-wise, and Myers and Drury, they're both righties against a righty in Scherzer. Myers has the better numbers. I like Myers at first better than Drury, to be honest. So that's how I would go. Um, all right, let's get to the chat here, see what you guys think. Jeffrey says, Profar, Soto, Manny, Crony, Myers, Bell, Kim, Nola, Grisham. So you're in agreement with me in terms of guys that are in the lineup. Um, You just have Myers and Bell switched. So I pretty much agree with you there, Jeffrey. Ko says, Bob Melvin says that Grisham is in New York. Clevenger has passed another COVID test. Melvin believes Clevenger will be on his way to New York later tonight. Yep. Yep. Mentioned that a little bit earlier. And I expect Grish to be in the lineup tomorrow. Jeffrey says Bell could swap with Myers, but I think Grisham would be 8 and Nola 9. Well, they usually... uh, See, why I would say they wouldn't have uh, Nola hitting ninth because I don't think they've done that this year. Have they had Nola hit ninth once this year? Grisham's been hitting ninth, like, for the last couple months, it feels like, whenever he's playing. Maybe a leadoff game here or there, but he's pretty much been hitting ninth, so I don't think that they would mess with that. Yeah, it's a good point, Jeffrey. Bomell doesn't like having three righties or lefties in a row, Um, but... Well, I guess, yeah. If you're going to go with three righties there, yeah, you could have Bell um, hit behind Myers and have Myers hit fifth. And so you'd go, if Scherzer's on the mound, you go lefty, lefty, righty, right, or lefty, excuse me, with crony. Uh, Righty, lefty, right, right. Oh, no. If you're going Grisham eighth, then right, left, right. I guess that's more balanced, yeah. I, I just don't remember the last time that Nola's hit ninth before. At least this year. Like it's been Grisham, so I think he's just gonna stick with that. And you could have Brandon Drury as a righty come off the bench later in the game. Or a Zokar. You could have a Zokar bat ninth later in the game. Um I know you just said about the three straight righties there. Okay, then maybe they don't start Bell and you have Drury start and you have Lefty and Bell come off the bench and split some of those up. Or if the Padres are, find themselves trailing uh, in the ninth or the 8th or something, you could have Bell come in for one of those spots. But it's it's an interesting conversation. Again, if you're just tuning in, feel free to let me know what you would do with this lineup today. Or, excuse me, the lineup tomorrow guessing the lineup today. Game one, tomorrow night, Padres-Mets, Scherzer against Darvish. And then game two, Snell against either Bassett or DeGrom. If the Mets lose game one, it'll be DeGrom. If the Mets win game two, or game game one, excuse me, then I would think it would be Bassett. And they save DeGrom for game three or the division series. Obviously, you hope that the Padres face DeGrom in this series, because that means that it's either a game three, or that the Mets lost game one and their season's on the line on Saturday night. John says, I'd normally like Drury and Azokar over Bell and Grisham. But for game one, I think it's Bell and Grisham. Yeah, so you agree with me there. Um, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I was on the side of Azokar over Grisham. But that's like the regular season. Like, that's different. You know, Grisham, I think he's swinging the bat a little bit better. At least I was encouraged by what I saw against the Giants in this past series. I know it was against the Giants, but he did what he could do. There were line drives. He did get hits finally. And he played pretty darn good defense again in that series. Like, I'm prioritizing the defense in a Scherzer-Darvish game, at least for game one, at least to start. Um, And with Bell... I'd usually have Drury over Bell in the lineup, but looking at the numbers, Bell's a switch hitter, and I want Myers out there hitting 280 off of Scherzer in his career, Bell hitting 417 off of Scherzer in his career. Bell and Myers, for me, those are the guys that I'm putting out there. Jeffrey says, I don't think the defense is all that off between Azokar and Grish, but I do think the power difference is huge for Grish. Yeah, that's a good point. I also don't think that the defense is too far off of the Zokar and Grisham. I think Grisham's more familiar playing Major League Center Field. Uh, I know Zokar's been up for a while, but Grish is more familiar. Uh, I think he probably gets better first steps, but a can make up with it for his speed. I don't think the Potters are going to be like scared to put a Zokar out there in center field. I do think that that's a good point, though, by Jeffrey here say, about the power difference between Grisham and a Grisham has that power potential. He could go yard off of Scherzer at any time. Azokar, you're not counting on that. You're not expecting that at all. I don't think he has a home run this year. So that's probably part of what they're evaluating right now uh, in terms of how they want to do that lineup tomorrow. Like This game could be decided by a home run. Scherzer does give up home runs. He's given up home runs to guys in this lineup. Soto has one off of him. Manny has two off of him. Bell has a homer off him. Myers has two home runs off of him. Like it can be done. Who is going, who has the potential to do that? It's Grisham over Ozokar. All right. I'm going to check Twitter here to see if there's any more Padres updates on what's happening right now. I believe they're working out at City Field right now. Yeah, Bryce Miller just, or post, like a half hour ago, posted a picture of the Padres taking BP at City Field. It looks good seeing the, I'll tell you what, it looks good seeing the wild card graphics up pot, with the Padres logo next to it. Postseason baseball, nothing better. You know, usually past years, I've been at school or something just watching, for some reason I remember watching Astros Rays in, like, English class in high school. You just... Because I love baseball. It's obviously my favorite sport. And I'm going to watch all the games tomorrow. Just watching baseball all day. And when I'm at school, have probably shouldn't do this. But, I mean, I was paying attention still. Like, I got all A's. But having it on my computer, split screen, other games in baseball, because the Padres season's over, and I'm just like, all right, well, I'll just watch postseason baseball. It's still exciting. But I'm obviously... I'm probably the least focused as I possibly can on the other three games. Like I am totally dialed into this Padres Mets series, obviously, because our team's in it. Um, Where previous years, I'd be paying attention to other series. Like I know what's going on. I know the matchups, you know, guardians, uh, rays, blue Jays, mariners, Phillies, Cardinals, Padres Mets. Like I know all the matchups and most guys that are pitching tomorrow, but I'm obviously focused on like all of my attention. What I care about, it's Padres-Mets. And that's, what's gonna, that, that's what it's going to be all weekend long. Don't care about college football. Don't care about the NFL. I'll probably watch some of the NFL game today because there's no Padres game on. But, but like, I don't care about that right now. It's all about the Padres. By the way, tomorrow, uh, I just got an email... I am scheduled to have on an MLB agent. Hopefully that happens. I know I was scheduled to have on someone today and that didn't happen. So you never know. But tomorrow, supposed to have on an MLB agent. You'll probably have heard of him. And I'll just leave it at that. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I did put out on this YouTube channel, by the way, a Don and Mud kind of highlight reel of this year, like the best Don and Mud moments from this season. So if you want to laugh, Tonight, you want to check that out, feel free. Just look at Talking Friars' YouTube page. Uh, the link is posted on the Twitter and Instagram story at Talking Friars, so you can check that out there. Uh, and I appreciate the support. Let me look at the comments here just to make sure I don't miss anything. Jeffrey says, did we bring Daniel Camarena to just sit in the dugout? Yeah, just totally scare the S out of Max Scherzer. I mean, that was an amazing moment last year. Being down by that many runs and coming back. Grand slam by Daniel Camarena, a guy from San Diego, off of Max Scherzer. I mean, Don Arcillo put it perfectly. He he was, like, stunned. Like, he just hit a home run off of Max Scherzer. A grand slam off of Max Scherzer. Yeah. Um, I believe he's not even on the roster. Like, I don't even know if he's in the organization. I thought they DFA'd him. Or maybe he's on the season-ending IL for the 40-man. I don't even think he's on the 40-man. but. Uh, I don't know if he's even in the organization, to be honest. But, yeah, just put him in there. Make him like a bat boy for the game. All right, I think that's going to do it. Covered a lot here. Again, Snell starting game two tomorrow. Mets, Padres. Or not game two tomorrow. Game two on Saturday. Regardless of anything. uh, That's according to the Padres today. Darvish tomorrow against Scherzer DeGrom. Hopefully, will pitch on Saturday against Snell. That means the Padres won game one. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, an interview will come out in the morning. And I'll have the pregame show. And I'll have a postgame show afterwards. So, I'll have the clips at Talking Friars during the game as well. So, stay tuned for all that. Ben Fan signing off. Episode 242. Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show brought to you by Gaglione Bros. He is done. Go Padres. Enjoy your night, guys.